We're talking about multiplayer games and single player games. We got a bit on World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age. We also have Mario in the channel. He's going to talk a bit about some anime stuff and My Hero Academia is going to be a game. That's going to be later on. But we got Neo back on the channel. Um, the last episode we had with Neo, it didn't sound too good. There were some server issues, so Neo should be sounding a lot better today. Here's hoping. <laughs> Here's hoping. Uh, so, um, you wanted to come to us with some talk about World of Warcraft. Uh, I know we have an expansion coming. Is there things that we're looking forward to with that? Or Oh yeah, man. Battle for Azeroth's great. It's coming out in August. Uh, just allied races are a thing. They're really focusing on the faction complex. There's some underlying, like, there's some underlying sort of old god scenario stuff that people are like, oh, there might be something there. Just, wow, it's still trucking, man. Like, even after all these years, it's what, 14 years now? 2004? It's still, yep. still trucking along with expansions and subscriber counts are still there and it's, it's, it's still trucking. I, I still remember, uh, like, playing Diablo 2. And Andrew saying, like, oh, World of Warcraft. And I'm like, oh, I've played Warcraft. How are they going to make an MMO? Or I don't even think we called an MMO at the time because an MMO was still kind of a new thing. It was just like, how are they going to make that into, like, a game? And I remember my biggest thing was, like, how do you save your character? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, memory cards and, like, Diablo kind of worked. And, you know, we're like, oh, it's probably going to work like Diablo worked. You know, and I was like, well, that saves on your computer. Like, how the fuck, you know? Well, and then, you know. I played Final Fantasy XI a bit, and it was basically what I understood. It was going to be, wow, World of Warcraft is going to be that, you know, with Warcraft carrier, uh, yeah. characters. Yeah. So, I mean. I mean, but there are, there are some exciting stuff coming, like, more specifically, like, you know, the war toggle. And it's a uh, war mode is what it's really called. But what it is is they basically consolidated... There will not be any more normal or PvP servers anymore come Battle for Azeroth. It'll literally be a toggle that you can go in or out, like phasing in or out of PvP combat. So if you're on a PvP server right now, like let's say Altar of Storms, and you're just, you want to level, you know, without getting your ass kicked by some, you know, Alliance Druid or some Alliance Rogue, you can untoggle war mode. And you have a pure PVE experience, which I think is, I think that's going to be really badass because the developers are saying now that they actually have a complete world, a complete phased world of world PVP. Now they could add stuff like cool PVP objectives strictly on the war mode front. So like... We have stuff like that right now. Like you can go to like the Mage Tower, or not the Mage Tower, but you know those towers in um, around Legion, and you'll be toggled on PvP, and you'll do like a PVE slash PvP kind of thing. But there's going to be more exclusive content come Battle for Azeroth for that. So that's really cool. And then the next thing is the whole Warfronts. I don't know. To me, the Warfronts because they still have yet to be specific on them. Yeah, it, it looks like they're just gonna be Legion invasions. Like they've basically renamed them Warfronts, but they're really just Legion invasions. Basically, the way that they're describing it, and the way they described it, is it's like an RTS, but you're like one of the like hundreds of little dudes. Like you're basically one of those hundreds of little dudes, like out doing objectives and collecting stuff, and then up, you know. I like RTSs, 
But with the war mode, is is couldn't you just flag yourself before? Wasn't that the same thing? You can only do it in capital no. cities now. Um, well, no, it's not the same thing because you're still belonging to a certain specific server that is PvP or PvE. Right. So this you so, can more people. And it's more balanced. That's the thing. It's a if it's a balancing issue. If they're getting rid of like the whole normal PvP server, like are the R people RP people gonna That's be separate. Left? Thank no. God. That is separate. They're still gonna have those, but they're Keep consolidating those, those so that way they'll have a better experience for those servers. Those but. motherfuckers are on a whole nother level and they need to stay <laughs> with each other and not ever like be with normal people. Why you don't want to connect with Wormrest Accord and have all those moon guard and RP? No, we keep we keep them segregated. But they're doing a whole sharding system now. You know how when they were they consolidated a lot of the servers together to be in one battle group. Yeah, which they should do again. They are doing it again. That's why now that they're basically they want to they want a a balance with the alliance and horde. Because people are like, oh, well, if you want to be good at PvP, then go to, like, Malganus or, I don't know, whatever server yeah. it was, you know. Because Alliance outnumbers Horde from, like, 5 to 1, you know. And that's what they're trying to get rid of, which is a good thing, you know what I mean? Like, yes, it's fun to, like, stomp over someone, but not when it's, like, you and eight of your buddies against one person. Like, it's yep. kind of sad. Yeah. All right, well, those are some, some good updates. I, um... I was talking with Gary, you know, over the past week or so about, you know, the shifting of players. You know, the, the server that we play on, Thunderhorn, is pretty much dead, right? There's no yeah. activity and, you know, they pretty much have to do this server merger thing in order to even make the game go. But uh, the conversation that we were having, and uh, we wanted to expand it to you guys, see your thoughts on it. More and more people are well, seem to be playing uh, single-player games. Like, there's a great appeal to some of these single-player games that are coming out. The Last of Us, um, you know, uh, State of Decay, th- things like this. Uh, all these Steam games. A lot of these games are very focused on single-player, and uh, more people are getting away from multiplayer-type games. Even fighting games. Or massive, well, yeah, ma- massively yeah. multiplayer. But still... I mean, even even like fighting games are taking a dip. More people are playing with less people, it seems. Um, uh, what I've noticed is plus. like single player games existed because everyone had consoles or even computer, and way back in the day, online didn't really exist for at least console or even PC based. With the coming of like the two thousands, and you start seeing more online stuff. And just it kind of just blew up where games kind of became like, if it doesn't have multiplayer, it's shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. everything was about multiplayer, multiplayer, MMOs, uh, fucking first person shooters, multiplayers. And I've noticed, I mean, we've all noticed how, like, we, as we played, we've come across more toxic people, you know, the you mad bro fuckers. Uh-huh. And it just seems like over like maybe like the last five six years, not like it's declined, but like single player games have come back. I feel like that that's attributed yeah. to uh, there's been a really big explosion with the shift. I mean, people are playing less MMORPGs, I would agree, but they're also shifting not just from single player games but multiplayer games as well and streaming. 
they streaming has become a really big thing of a lot of yeah. people. Like street, like more and more people have been streaming, and more and more people have been playing those popular multiplayer games like Fortnite, PUBG, all these sorts of games. You know that that really blew up. That, that's where the, there, there's the shift from the MMORPG era and moving on to like games that are easy or fun to watch to you know over you know to, fun to play. People can watch you and stream and all that sort of stuff. And, and yeah, I have to agree with Neo. Honestly, I don't think there is a decline at all. I just think well, I don't now think there's a, a decline necessarily, but I think that like single player games are like coming back, and there is a slight decline uh, in like the MMORPG facet because. Okay, I'll like agree. Yeah, Fortnite, Overwatch. You just you turn it on, you play, or even like the MOBA games. You know what I mean? Like Heroes, all that stuff. Like Starcraft. you just turn it on, you play, you win, you lose, you shut it off. You don't really have to invest into it. Like in like an MMO, like wow, you have to invest hours in leveling oh. up, getting gear, going to raids, all this stuff. Where these other games, you just turn them on. Play for as long as you feel like. Shut it off. It doesn't matter what you gain or lose. Yeah, it's I mean, more a prestige thing. With yeah. with uh, you know the MMOs. I mean, World of Warcraft uh, as an example. If you're going to do your dailies, you know, and that's an hour to two hours a day. If you're good on them and you do them every day, that's 14 hours a week. And that's yeah. just that's, that's just, just dailies. Yeah, that's not to raid. That's not raid time. That's not. That's almost a part-time job. That's like just so that you can get ready to get to the raid. Fourteen hours a week, every week, you know. And I, I think that you know, I know for myself, you know, I, I throw on some StarCraft, I beat the match in a half hour, and I'm done. You know, it's pretty nice. You could shut it off and go do something else, play another game, or play another match. Yeah, or I do if... that with Heroes a lot. Where I don't feel like going and grinding in WoW or another, you know, big RPG, I could just go get into a quick match or even a ranked match, play a match, and just be done. And if you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not like, oh, I didn't get that piece of gear. I gotta do this all again next week. You know, Heroes of the Storm is a team of five people, five v five. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the statistics of you getting a you mad bro. Or less than if you're in a group of 15, 20 people. So, yeah. I mean, th- th- there are some advantages. I, um, you know, I was just talking before the podcast, you know, with the new content coming out for WoW, I'm, I'm thinking maybe, you know, re- resubscribing at least to get through the um, the quests and everything. You know, I love the, the story of World of Warcraft. It's an amazing story. But then there's the thought, do, do I want to raid? Do I want to play 14 hours a week uh, collecting orc blood and, uh, you know, grass and shit so that I can be ready for when the raid happens? Uh, I I, I just have to say this, like, it's honestly this new generation, and I don't want to sound like I'm old or anything like that, but I'm just trying to be truthful, uh, because Noe is a teacher, and he hears a lot of stuff from the current 15, 16-year-old population. And really... Right now with them, it's all about what can make them viral. And Nita brought up a good point when it came to online streaming. Because those people are are playing PUBG and Fortnite because that's what 14 and 15 and 16-year-olds are watching. No one's watching World of Warcraft PvP streaming. No one's doing that. that No one's watching Call of Duty or Battlefield. 
does it, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, that's just not what they're into. They're into very niche games. And it's big. Like, Fortnite and PUBG are huge. You know, I'm actually curious about that. Overwatch League, I want to know if those kids, those teenagers are actually watching Overwatch League, or if it's just, like, older adults. Because, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've not really ever tuned into the Overwatch League right now, but, like, I hear that's really big. But I don't know the demographic of who's, like, I don't know who's tuning in to watch it. I don't know if it's there like adults teenagers do. and then there's adults. Right. I don't know who does. It I also it. hear that like Overwatch is like I think the number one game for like the most toxic players. <laughs> it's well, just like well, this this could be a good well, thing. How is that a Mario thing? Side. Like because the last time I checked, the average WoW player was twelve to thirteen years old. The average Raider was fifteen to sixteen. So Which I think I can't be right anymore. I don't know if it's just who we raid with or who we group with to talk to, but I never see 13. Like, everyone's in their 30s. Yeah, <laughs> like, 25 to 35 is like, like if the 20 people I see weekly, whether raiding or whatever, are all we in have, 25 uh, to 35 bracket. Yeah, on the Hellscream server with uh, the three raiding teams, I'd say only one person that raids on those three teams uh, is below 20. Well, in college for teaching, uh, one of the people that were in the program, one of the programs I was in, um, taught elementary school. And he had an after-school class where he was like a group leader. Like they had a like an after-school club. And they had World of Warcraft clubs in elementary school where they raided after school. It was to prevent uh, bullying and acceptance and blah, blah, blah. You know, so but that's they probably had a real close niche thing. Over 40 you know? people. Well, 40, I, 40 people elementary school rating. I'm not saying they don't. That's it, like, just my those, experience. Those already, people are not socializing with anyone else in the game except for the people in that room. Yeah, probably not. But you know? but that's, that's where, you know, all statistics fail somewhere, you know. So, I mean, if they're all playing Fortnite and PUBG now, maybe... Uh, Maybe it's better to, to uh, play at MMO nowadays. It's better to play with the right people. Like, I would attest that, like, kids today think WoW is like Facebook. And they're like, get on Twitter, bro. Like, Twitter is being like Fortnite PUBG. Like, yeah. Like, it's just the old people game now. Like, it's, it's not... Like, the only reason why a kid would be playing is if their parents are playing. That's exactly... Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. The, the kid who is... Under twenty in our raid group, raids with his dad, who raids with us in one of our raid teams. So, yeah, I, I agree. So, do you find that the raiders that you raid with are more reliable? They show up on time. They gear properly. They do their job. They don't complain about it. They keep the raid channel clear, and they don't uh, act uh, childish in your raid team. Everything but keeping the Discord clear because we do happen to we are older. We tend to. I mean, maybe it's not as much of a progression, but now we just kind of. Zara knows. We, we talk a lot in the early team just because that's how we are, but I don't know if that's really... I would say there is more It is there is more understanding people in raiding, I guess. Yeah. If, if there's if there's something, an issue, they know to step out. There, it, it, raiding is easier for us because we have adults in there and they understand the situations that we're telling them, so it makes it easier to progress and raid and still yeah, give them the opportunity to do it. They understand when like the channel needs to be cleared for talking because serious stuff, and they're told to clear the channel, they're not all like, he told me to shut up. Yep. Would, would you guys say that rating is better in 2018 
than it was in 2008 or 2014. In terms of people like being Which better raiders, levels? or are you talking like raids themselves? Well, the experience. I'd say it's, it's better. It's, it's hard because back when we like first started raiding, it was so like new and exciting, and we're doing something we didn't do before. But like. I also remember all the bullshit we went through on a month-to-month basis with this one's ninja and loot and leaving and switching This one's not showing up and yada, yada, yada. A lot of that is gone, and, like, it's gotten better that way where it's more mature. You know, there's always going to be people that don't show for this reason or don't show for that reason or disappear. Like, you can't stop that. But, like... The whole, like, ninja cocksuckers thing, like, I'm sure that exists, but we don't see it that often. It you know doesn't work I mean? with personal loot, yeah. Not the, way the, systems that we've done, the systems that we've had of personal loot, the, the fact that the raids are now flexible, like, if a DPS has to leave, oh, shit, an emergency just happened. One DPS has to leave. Well, it's fine. Now you're down to 14 people or something. And then yeah. the raid's not really affected other than the bosses have less health. So, I mean, that benefits us anyway. It's it's it. The raids have been worked to better fit an adult's schedule, I guess, because it's not so. The only thing that's still solid is Mythic, which is still a strict twenty-man raid. Everything else you can do. Uh, everything else you can do. If any amount of people, anybody, ten players and up, you can do it. And if people have to leave, the raid sort of adjusts to you. You know. Yeah, that that sounds pretty good. Really, I um. I personally, like, I've been able to play some more games because um, I was saying my schedule opened up a little bit, so I was able to get some gaming on, which is like, yay, because I haven't been able to too much. And uh, the game I got recently, Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age, they did, like, a remake on the Final Fantasy XII. I don't know if you guys ever played Twelve, but... Uh, I did. I, I know I, Gary has his uh, views uh, on it's, it. It wasn't good. It was like I played it, I beat it, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, well, like final... the characters were so bland, had no personalities, and the story almost seemed like someone got like the rough draft of the idea of Star Wars, but without names, and used that as the story. Well, you see, like, that's that's. What I was thinking is, uh, like, Final Fantasy twelve for me is the one that I didn't finish. That's why. I start them all and I finish them. And, like, I've played and beat, I think, every single... No, Final Fantasy thirteen three I did not play and beat. So that's the only one, really, that I can think of. But 12, oh. 12 I started and I didn't finish it. I don't... I, I, I couldn't remember why I didn't finish it. Until I played Zodiac Age, and uh, it's starting to come back, but uh, they did a lot of things to fix it. Mario, are you going to say they something? Didn't fix it. I, All well, they did was add a bunch of bullshit. But the story and the characters of being bland and boring and not original really is well, still there. My whole thing with that game, uh, because I remember I played Final Fantasy Online, and that was a very huge step into my MMO gaming world. But Final Fantasy XII, I remember playing. I didn't buy it. I borrowed it from a friend. And the one huge turnoff was that Gambit system. like Where it just played for you? Yes. Like, I I missed Final Fantasy X to me, was just so perfect. It was a masterpiece. It didn't need to have anything more or anything less, but it's like 
it's like almost like blizzard right it's like well it's perfect so what can we do to fuck it up but let's just add stupid ass shit like this gambit system and this whole battle system of like quickenings and being able to move around and i just didn't like it i didn't like the battle system at all like i could care less of what i didn't even know what the story was about i just remember every time when i was in a battle it felt weird i didn't like it i hated it well that's see my opinion on final fantasy 12 because of zodiac age has changed and uh when i originally played it uh, back on ps2 i remember not liking it uh the story like gary said bland um, the characters are m- most of them are useless. Uh, I mean, the main character is Vaughn, and he's a thief, orphan, and he doesn't fit the story at all. I mean, I think somewhere more than halfway in, he starts to kind of be relevant, but for the most part, he has no reason to be there. He's His almost si- like a shitty side character that you don't use, but he's the main character. Well, I mean, some stories do it well with with that type of character, like uh, like a Final Fantasy V, you know, like the the Barts or whatever. You know, they, they you uncover the story through that character, like Link. Link doesn't talk; he doesn't really have a personality. His job really is to show you the story. That's like the the device that they're using in storytelling. Vaughn doesn't do that because he has a bunch of personal bullshit, but none of it really matters. His sidekick, Benello, uh, Pinello, uh, useless. I mean, they all fight pretty much whatever they want to. Before the new job system, you can point them any way you want, so none of it really matters. But, I mean, her role for being there is that she likes Vaughn. I mean, that's not really a reason to fight the Empire. Yeah, but I don't even think there was like a like she's in love with him. No, like, no, childhood friend. Childhood yeah, that's friend. it. Yeah, no, no, no sexual attraction at all, or at Can least I... none that you're supposed to see. What's that? So, I was just gonna say, uh, right now I was looking to see what kind of reception it got because, like I said, I, I just didn't care for Final Fantasy twelve, so I never really looked up anything. But okay, so Final Fantasy twelve, not the remake you're talking about. The original Final Fantasy XII yeah. scored a 92 on Metacritic. Oh, people and love on, it. Yeah, and yeah. it has a 9 out of 10 for the majority of like IGN, oh. OPM, Game Trailers, GameSpot, Game Informer, like Edge, OneUp.com gave it an A+. Like all this stuff, like I'm just like, how? Square, Square went to the public and said, what should we remake? And they had a poll, and Final Fantasy XII beat Final Fantasy VI almost three times over. And I think they all should be shot in the face. They should all be lined like, up and shot in the face. Because you Final Fantasy VI should be the one remade. That was bullshit? Did they ask you? No, you had, you had to go to their they website. Ask you? No. You had to go to their website. Yeah, bullshit. So, they didn't get asked. But there are people who love it. Well, most of them are Japanese. I don't understand it. And I, I think uh, I figured it out. I think I figured it out. I'm getting there. I think I figured out why people like it so much. But Pinello. Pinello's useless. She's just a friend of the guy who's useless. You got uh, Balthier and Fran. They're Sky Pirates. They are Han Solo and Chewbacca. Uh, yeah. To the fucking T. Han Solo is... Ba- Balthier is Han Solo. He even uses a gun. He has the same, like, vest. Uh, they, they even... They act the same. Balthier, or uh, Fran, is the half humanoid 
fucking bunny lady. Like, Chewbacca is like a fucking dog man. So, like, the, the demi-human. You know, so they're even the same in, in that regard. Um, one uses a crossbow, the other uses a bow. One uses a gun, the other uses a gun. So, I mean, it's like... Blaster. A blaster. It's a blaster. Um, yeah. So, I mean, those two are pretty much the same. You have... Um, I think that Vaughn might be brother-sister with Ash, but I'm not there yet. Uh, and that would be the Princess Leia, you know, because she's a princess. And you have uh, Bosch, the knight who is caring for her, you know, the, uh, the protector person. So, I mean, those two are relevant to the story, Bosch and, and Ash. Um, but, I mean, she's not even, she's not attracted to Vaughn or in any way. It's, it's not... Like, there's no there's no romantic entanglement in the story, which is okay. You, you can go without that. But uh, the story is heavily flawed. Uh, lazy. Just lazy. Uh, like, the enemy characters all have helmets. I mean, how convenient is that for the artists to not have to draw facial expressions? <laughs> you know, like, uh, a lot of it is just completely ripped off from a lot of games and stuff, uh, you know. Star Wars. I mean, the whole story so far has been just Star Wars. But didn't and, we talk about on the last podcast that the reason why Final Fantasy, after Final Fantasy X, how story suffered was because a lot of the people that were on the project yes. left. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay. They, they changed uh, some big Square internal. Soft Square Onyx merger switchover. They were yeah. more con- they were more concerned with. Um, how fun the game is than how meaningful the game is. And that's kind of the direction that Square has gone. Uh, more interaction, more active play. Um, because people don't like the, the old thing style is, JRPG. You have to get a balance. You know what I mean? Where they don't care about the balance. They just want like the interaction. Where yeah. sometimes you don't need to interact. Sometimes you need to sit back and watch for five minutes. And then you can interact. Yeah, you know? I, I would agree with that. But 12, uh, I played it on the PlayStation a little bit, PS2, to just to get a comparison. Very gritty. So this new one, much, much cleaner. Uh, my problem originally in Final Fantasy 12, you can change your people out, which is great. You, you can do that in Final Fantasy 11, but in, or not 11, in, in 10. But in 10, you had a button press a button and then you can swap your character out in real time in uh 12 you have to go into a menu and then individually manually do it it's like this function worked fine in final fantasy 10 why did we take it away you know the limit break system is based on mana points because of the mist bullshit uh just a bunch of things that were bad um and there's really no reason for them to be especially after 10 where it was so good um, so lazy. I, I, that's that's my uh, review of the original twelve. Um, now with the new twelve, they changed how the mist system works. There's um, this job system, so people are a little more meaningful. You know, instead of having six characters that all have the cure spell, you actually have to kind of figure out your job. And they're kind the of zodiac job system. Yeah, the zodiac yeah. job system, which is great because then, like I. Like I said, Pinello is useless in the story, but she's my black mage. And if I'm going up against a bunch of elemental ele- enemies, I'm going to have her in my party. In the old system, you can pretty much play with the same three characters and 
points didn't really matter, so you could just whatever. And I think, Gary, you were saying you just had the same three characters on the whole game, and mm-hmm. you know, because it didn't fucking matter. So I now, Bosch, Volfir, and I think Fran. As soon as I got them all, I was like, all right. So now it like matters who you have on and when, which makes it a little more difficult and, and better, in my view. But here's the thing. Okay, they put a new battle system in or whatever. The story's still the same. The story still sucks. Yeah, it does. So, like, and and my, my reasoning for why people might like it so much with that Gambit thing, the Gambit system reminds me a lot of coding, which, you know, is... They could set up like, I remember I did get a little excitement about setting up this whole Gambit system to make my people immortal. Yeah. Like, I could literally put the controller down, and whatever happened, it was taken care of. People got a certain heal at a certain percentage health. They got a certain buff, a debuff, a thing was used. Like, you know, and that was kind of neat. Pretty cool. For, like, two hours. And then it's like, oh... Well, I don't this, have to do anything. This is this this is the uh, the problem with that is that there are gigantic spaces of land that you have to run through in Final Fantasy XII. I didn't realize how bad it was. Like I, I put in Final Fantasy X just to confirm my thought. the The area between one zone and another in Final Fantasy XII is probably five times that of any other Final Fantasy game. It's it is ridiculous how much running there is. And you don't have, like, a vehicle or anything. I mean, eventually you get chocobos, but they're timed. And if you jump off of it, you lose it. So, I mean, you have to run these gigantic landscapes. And there's constantly this fights, which is no big deal because your gambit system takes care of it. Which, again, like, if you had something to look forward to in this gigantic landscape, like, if the fight was fun, then it wouldn't be so bad. But you have these giant landscapes of just walking and walking and walking. And sometimes there is no fight. So you're just fucking walking for... I timed it. The one was like eight minutes from one zone to the other zone with nothing in between. And it's just like, who the fuck thought of this? This is terrible. This is really fucking stupid. But now in the Zodiac Age, there's this um, new mode. You, You click a button. I think it's L1. And, uh, speed is increased by four times over so that eight minute walk is like a two minute walk which is a lot better um you know speed mode yeah yeah it's like a speed mode yeah it's it, it everything is stupid everything is faster it's a new feature gary come on well because it's so fucking slow and and you know people were complaining that the old game was so difficult because people don't know how to gear up and how to like it's like it was made for simple people. It was, yes. The old one was made for simple people. But you didn't, like, if to be really good at it, you would have to, um, you'd have to kind of have an idea of what you're doing with each character. And the job system does that for you because you know that if you're going to put someone as a knight, then they're kind of your tank. So it, and yeah. the points that you can go into. Well, here's the, the thing, like, or for if, tanking. If the whole idea is it's so much better because there's a job system of like, you know, black mage, red mage, white mage, warrior, bard, whatever. Why 12? There were other know. Final Fantasies that had fucking Final Fantasy 1. 
Well, that that you know, kind of the story's just as good. And I don't even remember it. <laughs> one, one was terrible, dude. I, one exactly. Is not, one is not good. <laughs> well, anyway, was it worth what you paid? Uh, you know, so far, uh, I think it was a little overpriced. How I got it. I got it on sale for thirty right now. I think it's forty. Original price was Ugh. sixty, so I Jeez. I got it for thirty. So for thirty, I'm happy. Um, I'm getting a lot of fun out of it for thirty. Um, you know, the story is what it is. Hopefully, it's going to be better for me. But I'm almost thing. Up, I'm almost up to the point where I stopped playing last time, so I'm about to get some new story in, which oh, is good. That exciting, trust but, me. Uh, Here's but, the thing. But I am, I'm having a lot more fun this time around. If they release Final Fantasy VI all redone with voices and everything, I'll and they f- said it's going to be $90. I'll delete Final Fantasy XII from my computer and pay them the $90. Exactly. Uh, before it even my comes point. Out. Yeah. They should have done it for six. Uh, am I the only one who wants to have a remake of nine? I, really I don't think Ugh. nine needs it, man. Nine is perfect. You don't need to fuck with nine. It's perfectly shitty. You can see the way it is. Damn. There's oh. nothing wrong with nine, man. You know what? I played nine. I enjoyed it. I didn't like it as much as uh, seven, eight, or ten. No, I will say I have not played six, so I have I haven't been able to go and experience yeah. that. Although, isn't that the one where they suplex a train? That is the one where they suplex. A train. <laughs> oh, God. And it's always in like the top ten of the top hundred RPGs of it's, all time. It's, no, it's the top two. It's the top two. It's one or two. It's Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, or Final Fantasy VI Chrono Trigger. Sorry, spoiler for those who want to go play Final Fantasy VI but never have. You suplex a train. You can suplex a train. Yes. The ghost Here's train. my question, though. So they redid Final Fantasy XII, and you would say. As of now, even Final Fantasy XII is a bit outdated as far as battle systems go. Comparatively now, all the way to Final Fantasy XV. No, uh, uh, 12, 12 with the Gambit system is a new look on things. And every time you do something new, you're going to get criticized for it. Uh, after playing Kingdom Hearts, I would like I like Final Fantasy XII's Gambit system over the Kingdom Hearts model. Where you're Sora... And you have fucking Donald and Goofy, and you can't control them. And you're dying, and fucking Goofy's jacking off somewhere, and Donald is casting like Blizzard spells. You know, and you gotta kind of hope that somebody does something for you. At least with the Gambit system, you can kind of tell the AI to uh, to be more responsive I, to what's going on. Well, I guess my point is, um, they did not change the battle system by remaking this game. No, so not enough. Because my, my the whole system's still there. My whole thing, and this is why I'm still very nervous about Final Fantasy VII's remake, is they shouldn't also mess with the battle system of Final Fantasy VII. In my opinion. I know other people may see it differently, but I believe that if you're going to remake this game, fucking remake it. Maybe you can add some stuff, but don't take away anything. Yeah. Well, seven, 7 will be another day, but... I'm still gonna buy seven either way, and uh, I'm looking forward to that heavily. I'm just nervous. Uh, my my reaction to twelve, uh, it's a lot better than what it was. The story is what it is, and it ain't gonna get better because you can't change that with the battle system. It is Very a lot true. more playable now. 
uh, I tried to play it again once, you know, PS2 version, uh, a couple of years ago, and I remember just ha- like hours into it going, why am I playing this? And I deleted my file and said, fuck it. And now I'm like 20 hours in, and uh, I'm not as fed up with it. So so 12 is, is looking a lot better um, than it used to be. But uh, Mario, you had a game coming out, right? The My yes. Hero game? Yes, what, I do. What do we know about My Hero Academia, the, the game? Well, okay, so there's been a lot of uh, mixed... I would say it's more negative right now than positive because a lot of the people wanting this game wanted it to be a kind of story-driven game. And it's basically kind of like Dragon Ball Z Budokai. To be be fair, almost every anime game I've ever played is a steaming pile of dog shit. Uh, I mean, there's... I actually love Dragon Ball Z Budokai. The original Budokai, Budokai 2... Alright, Dragon Ball Z... But it's a it's fighting, fighting game. Yes. It's not so bad. Yes. I'm, ta- I'm talking about Persona, uh, Sword Art Online. I know people love Persona. I'm, you know, I, yeah. I can't get into it. I'm not playing a video game to go to high school. Fuck you. Um, Sword Art Online, you know, that, that that kind of shit. Fucking terrible. So, you know. yeah. It's it's like if you've ever played Dragon Ball Z Budokai, it is the same exact battle system. You know, it's going to have, it's going to be for P- uh, PS4 pc and the nintendo switch um i think pc will come out later but i think initially it will come out on ps4 and nintendo switch um but it's it's it looks awesome i mean i i like that kind of gameplay myself as far as like the battle system goes i mean you can do like you basically can power up your character while you're fighting and then release like a a special you know it's like i said if you ever played dragon ball z budokai or any of the budokai series um, Dodokin or whatever, it's the same thing. Uh, I remember ex- those. Those are pretty good. Yeah, except it's not like Dragon Ball Z Fighters, which is one of the newest game out right now, because that is way more competitive. That is almost like Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is probably, I would say, one of That's the awesome. most competitive games out there comparatively to like Street Fighter Third Strike. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. But, um, no, it looks really cool. I mean, and it's it just tells you how big My Hero Academia is right now, especially in the uh, Japanese culture, because right now, the Japanese, or in Japan, this game is getting a lot of hype. In America, not so much. It's A, a lot of people are kind of disappointed because it's kind of like when Overwatch got, uh, you know, had a trailer and it was like, oh my god, this is going to be an amazing game. Because we were, I was thinking it was going to be like Halo. It's going to have a campaign. And oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, a battle system. Like, this game I think it's a big campaign. Uh, I was so fucking depressed when that came out. I know. Like, this is all we do? Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what My Hero 1 Justice is basically going to be. It's just, it's just fighting. There's didn't no story make, mode attached. Didn't they make My Hero Academia part of like a theme park in Japan? Like it's that big. It's like our Harry Potter has Universal Studios. I can't attest for sure, for sure, if that's happened. I mean, because I've I've never looked at looked it up or have seen anything posted. But I would not be thing. surprised. I would not be surprised because it is definitely one of those things where when Attack on Titan got released in Japan, that was almost a phenomenon. It was insane. There were literally that year Attack on Titan came out, and there was like a like a an anime con, like one of the biggest anime cons in Japan. There were battalions of people 
dressed up as scouts. Jesus. Like it was insane. Like there has never been more cosplay to one particular anime in a con than there has been for Attack on Titan. My hero is getting on that level, you know, and it's it's not a phenomenon as far as like the amount of people, but how many people are responding and getting on board is just happening more and more. And more. Well, I, I thought so, of it kind of as like a Japanese uh, X-Men. It is. It's That's exactly what it is. It's a Japanese X-Men or a Japanese Teen Titans kind of thing. Yeah. You know, everybody has their own quirk and ability and their kids basically trying you know, they're they're trying they're going to school to become heroes and they have heroes like real heroes as teachers. But right now they would only be best suited to be sidekicks at this point. Yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Hey, you remember that show? It was on the PSN network uh, powers. Yeah, that was good. That was really interesting. But I think it like yeah. flaked out after like three seasons or something. I never saw the second one. They had the and like you can't even like find it anywhere to like watch it. Like it's not even on the PlayStation Network. It's I saw weird. it on Blu-ray. I think at Best Buy. Yeah, they had the I District think a, Nine. What hurt guy that on. is you had to be subscribed to the PlayStation Network to even watch it. Where it's just like if Netflix had did it, that probably would have been like an amazing show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so, right now, there isn't a scheduled release date. I was just going to say that as of right now, uh, it's just saying scheduled release fall of 2018. So that could be any time between August to October. So well, you, you'll keep us up to date with that at the definitely. anime reviews. Uh, I saw some of them doing really well. Your anime reviews, you're yes. with uh, the format and, and uh, getting some uh, effects. You're going to have an effect-driven show yes. with laser lights trying. <laughs> and a hollow deck. I don't know about anything that crazy, but I am trying to spice up the videos a little bit to make it more, you know, enjoyable to people yeah. as they're watching me. I know, I mean, I'm just so nice and beautiful to look at. You know, people love to see my face. Uh, I mean, so clearly I need to kind of cover yeah, it up with photos. I, I tried to watch <laughs> That's not true. But I just couldn't stand looking at you. So I know. I just, I, like, minimized the screen. <laughs> just, just you know, make it more of a podcast. Just you know, but honestly, the more I see other people doing reviews, they don't really have their entire face, like or like it's just them. So like, I'm trying to change how I'm going to do my reviews. I just haven't really decided for sure how I want to do it. But I am working on some stuff right now. Um, Little steps. Yes, I don't want to do too much all at once. But I will be doing little steps here and there when it comes to my videos to add more, like, uh, you know, just some photos of the current episode that I'm going to be reviewing, bullet points, stuff like that. So that way we can be more on the same page as to why I feel about a certain episode or particular part of the episode. You know, whether I love it, I hate it, I don't understand it, you know, whatever it hit, whatever it is, pacing. But I am very excited that the videos are doing pretty good, uh, especially because, you know, I think last year, my most successful review series was actually Attack on Titan. And, uh, you know, I'd be lucky if my Hero Academia game got up to 80 views. But here I am with a, a Tokyo Ghoul, and that's already over 200 views. And it's so. only been, what, like four days? Yeah, you know, so oh, I'm, I'm sure there's some YouTuber out there like, oh, I release a video and I get a 100,000 reviews in two hours. Well, go for yeah. yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, and Gary, you're you're working on something. You were uh, streaming a game. I think you're part five now. I just finished the Evil Within two full playthrough. Oh, yeah, the full thing. 
all yeah, on YouTube. You can just watch it. You put it on in your television and have all your friends over and be like, oh man, this Casual Jerks Gaming fucking channel is so I awesome. I actually, uh, I started it and then like I kind of left it for a couple months just because, you know, got busy with shit. So I went back and I, uh, I actually beat the game without streaming it. And then I found a, uh, like a game cheating program. It's called Infinity. It links up with your uh, Steam account. Steam, and it's like all legit and on the level. And I think it's on uh, the Wii Mod website. And like I ain't usually one to cheat for games, but like I do like having cheats. Like when you go through it a second time to have fun. So like when you see me pick it back up, like I have unlimited ammo and unlimited stamina. You know, I could have did like one shot kills and. You know, can't die, but that's a little just too much for me. So I was able to have a little bit more fun with it. But, like, they have everything for, like, RTSs, all the Final Fantasy games that are ported on the Steam. And it's pretty cool. Well, that's something I've wanted feedback from. You know, people don't communicate this a lot. uh, uh, We'll probably uh, cover it on our next Mm -hmm. episode. We'll do a little thing about it. It's called Infinity. And uh, we'll go over, like, how to get it, what it does, all that good stuff, you know. It doesn't seem to be too available for a lot of, like, online, like, multiplayer games. Like, you you can't activate it and play WoW with cheats. Like, that ain't going to happen, you know. Like, <laughs> but if you could. You know. Yeah. No, but, I, I mean, what, one of the things I, I it's wonder. A, it's a legitimate, like, PC game shark. That's the way I can, you know. Describe I it. remember those. Yeah. Oh my god, remember that? Remember one plugging the, it into the back of the PlayStation? Oh, Christ. One of the uh, the things I wonder about with the playthroughs, like with Twitch, there's always commentary, right? Like, I know it drives me nuts. I don't know. Maybe I'm the minority. But, like, you play, tw- or you, you turn Twitch on, you're watching a game, and there's some guy talking about his dog, and there's somebody fucking screaming in the background, and they got some contest going. Everybody loves that shit. Sometimes I just want to watch the game, and I think like that's, that's one of the why things. I don't do a lot of Twitch streaming. Like I know it's a big popular thing, but I'm just I don't know, man. It ain't my thing. Like I don't give a shit. Well, that's one of the things I like about your walkthroughs is that you know you just play the it's game, just the game. Like we we had and it on in the living room for the little guy, the nephew. He's eight years old, and he's watching Alien Isolation, and it plays like a movie. There mm-hmm. isn't some guy in the corner talking about, you know, getting 50,000 fucking DKP so yeah. that he'll mail you out. You bad, a, bro. Yeah, a cup or some shit. Or some guy randomly, like, you know, posting links to, like, bullshit websites, you know yeah. what I mean, that has to get blocked or saying obscene shit for no reason, yeah. Or posting a random naked girl picture, then he has to get blocked and removed, like, yeah, fuck that. So I kind of like it, but, um... I think that's going to be wrapped up for this episode. And uh, maybe we talk a bit about Infinity and always more anime coming from Mario. Yeah. And- uh, probably the next game that's going to be... I don't know if I'm going to stream uh, right to YouTube. I'm thinking of recording the games. And this way, instead of just like being like a three-hour stint, like I'll break the videos down into like chapters of the game. Because like a lot of games do it, like uh, Evil Within has like seventeen chapters, 
So, like, I'll do chapter one, two, three, four, five, six. That would whatever. be a cleaner way to do it. That does, yeah. yeah. And they'll be random. Like, some may be 20 minutes long. Some might be 40 minutes long. But it'll be by chapter, though. Um, anybody else have anything going on? You guys want to say anything? Man, I need to go watch whatever Zara's been streaming. Because the last time he recommended me to go watch something, I went binge-watched every single Netflix uh, Marvel series in, in yeah, under a month. You did like eight series. Of I like did all of days. them. I did all of them in a month. All every single season of every single Marvel Netflix series. I did all in a month. I, I've been hard. You know, it's a good show. You probably like uh, Altered Carbon. Oh, I've I've seen it, but I haven't. I don't know what it's about. So it's uh, it's pretty good. I was gonna uh, start. I think you'd thing. like it. All right, guys. That's uh, that's gonna be it. Later. Peace. Yeah.